Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, I bet you thought I was hacked, but I'm not. I just need you to vote. Please fucking do it. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. Happy Election Day to everyone here in the States. If you haven't already, get out there and vote. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, is Tass Mellis. How do you do, everyone? Hey, Tassie. Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, wearing a little velvet, Trey Kirby. Ayo! Ayo! And over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Comment, like, subscribe, thrive. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Check out the Classic Factory hoodie, baby. Available at nodunks.com. Also in hat form, yes. (laughs) And mug form. And t-shirt form. Uh, Lots of good stuff over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. And later today, this is fun, at 1 p.m. Eastern, live over at No Breaks on YouTube. It gets flipped into a podcast, its own podcast feed. Days of Thunder film session. Mm. Wow. What a selection. It's <laughs> a movie I haven't thought about in a long time. Yeah, we tweeted it out that we're going to be doing a film session on it, and people are like, finally. They've <laughs> 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 just been waiting for us, waiting for two years of podcasting to finally get to Days of Thunder. And I think it's going to pay off because this is a good, bad movie. A good, bad movie. Those great, are the best movies movie. for film yeah. session that you can just, like, make fun of for an uh, hour Exactly and a half. right. Exactly right. And certainly better than uh, Driven, the last movie we did. Mm. I did bring a backup hat, though, JD, uh, for the show because we were talking in the group chat. A lot of incredibly tall hats in this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, not, it's 90s NASCAR, so the hats are like at least eight inches tall. Couldn't come in wearing a shorty hat like this one. So I got a, I got the backup ready for no breaks later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Days of Thunder. That was a good era of hats. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. incredible. I was like, how did they find every one of these hats? Oh, Hopefully Robert Duvall hung on to some of them afterwards. <laughs> okay, 1 p.m. Eastern live on YouTube over at No Breaks. Uh, Trey Graydon and... Uh, JD, are you sitting in on that one? Did you watch no, that movie? No, no, I have oh. not. Okay. I have not. After Driven, I was, I was tainted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was he tough. Was driven yeah. from the podcasting game. I was super disappointed. I couldn't make this one because I remember loving that movie when I was a kid. I'm sure it <laughs> sucks uh, now, but I would have loved to crap on it with you guys. Instead, I'll just be listening. I've got some appointments this afternoon. Um, yeah, just to give you my, a, a peek behind the curtain into my calendar today. That's not uh, much of a peek. 
What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want me to give you some detail? I'm talking <laughs> to my guy Van. I'm talking to my financial planner today. Nice. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been on the books for a while. <laughs> yeah, we've got some. Uh, you know, we've talked about it before. Some uh, plans to do some renovations. Let's mm-hmm. put some money aside. How's the, you know, <laughs> how are the markets doing, Van? Van, how are the markets, money? bud? So that's what I'm doing. Van um, plans. Okay, we got to get into uh, all the games from last night. All 15 games we're going to touch on here. Key takeaways, or one takeaway at least, from each game. So we got to move with some pace. Yeah, right. And uh, I know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to lie to myself first. Uh, but let's start with Josh Hart hitting a three at the buzzer to give the Blazers the 110 107 victory over the Miami Heat. Probably the most entertaining finish to last uh, last night's 15 games. And, and you've got this one, TK. Uh, probably the most entertaining finish to a basketball game yet this season. Mm. I signed up for this one just because Damian Lillard finally made his return four games out of the lineup due to a calf strain. But little did I know, the game of the night was awaiting us. <laughs> you know I love a tale of two halves. Mm. And that's exactly what this one. It looked like Miami were running away with things in the first half, honestly playing heat basketball. They hit 10 three-pointers, forced 12 turnovers. It did not look good for the Blazers. But in the second half, they locked in defensively. Justice Winslow got a ton of minutes as the small ball five, and they outshot Miami. And when I say outshot, I meant it because the final 30 seconds of this one, literally insane. Down two with about 30 seconds left. Lillard goes right by Kyle Lowry, finds Jeremy Grant in the right corner for the Clay Thompson catch-and-shoot three. Doesn't bring it down past his head. Knocks it down. Blazers up one. Portland gets a stop. Chauncey Billups gets a call reversed. Well done, saving the coach's challenge for really, really late. Anthony Simon steps the line, hits some free throws. Now it's Blazers up three. Miami ball, about 10 seconds left. They are down three, run a sideline out of bounds, play to get Max Struess a tough look for three from the left corner. Who cares? Swish, tie game. Justice Winslow takes the ball out of the net. All of the Blazers looking around. Hey, we calling timeout here? We calling timeout here? Chauncey Billups says no way. They get the ball into Lillard and... The fear of Damian Lillard got into the Heat's head at this point. Five seconds left. Everybody's thinking, it's Lillard time. He's back from injury. He's going to take a half-court shot. Instead, he just jets by Jimmy Butler and Duncan Robinson. Kyle Lowry completely loses track of Josh Hart. Wide open in the left corner for three. Bang! (laughs) Game! (laughs) A heartbreaker for the Miami Heat. This was incredible. Third Blazer this season with a game winner is Josh Hart. None of them are Damian Lillard. So this was really, really fun to watch the last 10 seconds, the last 30 seconds, the last fourth quarter, whatever you were watching. This was a banger. Yeah, so now Simons, Grant, and Hart. All game winners here for the Blazers, which is pretty amazing when you have Damian Lillard on your <laughs> yeah. team, who's known for like ending games, hell, ending series with walk-off shots. What do you got? It was one? wide open in that corner, but it's, yeah, it's it's a real tough situation. Take the ball out of Damian Lillard's hands, which is the thing to do. Yep. But now you have three other Blazers. It's pretty wild, and it was pretty open, although it was a second left, and he just fired it away real quick. Uh, he was wide open, but. Uh, I guess it's the thing to do because Dame was going to come down and hit that shot it sure feels like. So amazing stuff from the Blazers. The camaraderie out of that that group. Finding it from everywhere, including Justice Winslow playing that small yeah. ball five against the Miami Heat, the team that once had him. And he was once untouchable with the Miami Heat because he's that good because he can play everything because he can play every position. He played in the playoffs against the Raps as a small ball five uh, starting, and so he can do that. And uh, I'm sure there was a little fire in his belly for this game, so I love seeing that. Great, great finish to that one. Definitely go check out the highlights, like Trey said. All right, Steph Curry scores 47. Yeah, we're moving Big here. scorer last night as the Warriors beat the Kings to end a five-game skid. This one had some controversy, though, Tess. Mm, yeah, yes. well, it's... 
start with just MVP Curry time, just in general. Uh, this is one guy who has been overlooked in the MVP discussion, and he is doing some wild, wild stuff. He's having his career high in points, uh, which is surprising. Yep. You know, when could, uh, with the amount of talk that he hasn't gotten, career high in field goal percentage, rebounds, uh, and free throw percentage like he always does. But, you know, going back just to the Warriors general, big picture, 3-7 and seven coming in, 0-5 road trip. Warriors, first team in NBA history to start 0-6 on the road after winning a championship the previous year. So Steve Kerr said coming in, time to make some lineup changes. Yep. Uh, yep. And, yeah, with with the bench, they dropped prize pick James Wiseman from the rotation, dropped prize signing Jamal Jamichael Green from the rotation. Would they come out fired up? Uh-uh. Uh, they gave up 67 first-half points to the <laughs> Sacramento Kings, and uh, their bench was bad again, led by uh, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, undrafted Anthony Lamb. And uh, Ty Jerome. Those were the guys, really, who who looked very bad off the bench. I wonder, though, as this bench is bad, I wonder if Steve Kerr, I know I know, I know, know they were, you know, they're 4-7. That's not a good thing. But I wonder if it's Kerr is a little happy that Jordan Poole has to work through this as a leader of a group. Because at some point, Jordan Poole is going to be asked to do that with the starters at some point. He's going to try and lead the big guys you know at some point so i wonder if it's a it's a good thing either way you could tell steph was pissed that this was happening he was angry towards the end of the first half they were down 10 and steph just went right to the official and got a tech foul that's unlike steph Mm -hmm. he was real mad uh he's just mad about the way that they're playing and uh the second half they're desperate to get jordan Poole going he should be who the pressure, where the pressure should be applied on the bench. The guy just got paid. They tried to put him into the starting lineup in the second half. They they sat Kevon Looney, even though the starters have been phenomenal. They're just trying to get him going and tried to change the rhythm of the game. It didn't help. Poole has uh, been stinking it up. I don't know if it's the payday or whatever. Uh, but either way, Steph just decided it's me time. Uh, just, We're getting a win here tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Draymond, <laughs> definitely decided that. Draymond Green compared it to Game Four of the Finals when they were down two-one to the Celtics, and it sure looked like that. So tight game down the stretch. It was just Steph Iso time, which the Warriors don't necessarily want to do. Uh, but he went at Kevin Herter with uh, a ridiculous, ridiculous Luca shot. I think we can call it the Luca, where you drive into a guy, get some space, turn around at the mid post. Uh, at the elbow, and you hit that shot. You know, I, I bet Steph is watching Luca right now because he's a student of the game. He's seen Luca do that. He's putting that into the game a little bit, into his bag a little bit more. And then he hit the ridiculous three on Kevin Herter. He wanted the ISOs on Kevin Herter, and he just, he just did it. Uh, so uh, that that was the end of it until until hmm. uh, Mr. Herter got had, fouled. Had a chance. He did. Yeah, he had a chance to tie it. Three point shot. And, yes, the entire world is very mad. The L2M, the last two-minute report, will be out because he did not get the call. And it'll say on there. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson foul, yeah. Four uh, times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That was a lot of fouls. Yeah. That was yeah. a pretty bad miss. <laughs> it was a miss, for sure. <laughs> I will say, like, the ref, the way the way Kevin Herter was, like, fading to the sideline on the shot, like, on the actual shot, he hit him before. Yeah. There's no doubt. When he's fading towards the sideline, he's, he's like, fading towards the referee he didn't. He didn't. You know, flinch at all. Like he didn't. You want to embellish it? Well, 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 he was. He Kick just, his legs he was, out. He was floating. Out, he this? was floating into the sideline. I mean, he he just he he floated right into the referee. So yeah, I yeah. can under, sort of understand why the referee didn't see that part of it. Uh, you know, he he just didn't change his his movement whatsoever, his body position whatsoever. So I can kind of see that part of it. But anyway, it was a foul, no doubt. Uh, but 
Steph, 47, 8, and 8 mm. with seven three-pointers made. And uh, the Warriors are mad that they have to play their starters so much. That's that's the problem. Curry and Clay played 38 minutes each. Clay was getting burned a lot by uh, Malik Monk on the other end. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wiggins had to play 40, and Draymond Green had to play 36. Those are playoff minutes right there. So that's the unfortunate part for the for the Warriors. Got to stop the bleeding, though. All these losses piling yep. up. Yep. And there's Curry's like, all right, <laughs> mm-hmm. we need to play our, our Hall of Famers here uh, a little bit more minutes and, and – Curry bailed them out, and then the referees helped them out there. I mean, Herder would have had to gone gone to the line and hit, of course, three free throws. I think he's like what eighty percent free throw shooter or something like that, maybe a little bit under. So um, yeah, who knows if he hits all three? But then it's got to go to overtime. That's the thing. The Kings are like saying, "Well, we've had two games taken away from us, right? Because it was the was it the Tyler Hero. Hero game where the last two minute report did show that." Well, he traveled before he hit the game winning three. Um, so they could have had two extra overtimes here too potentially win or lose could have a five and four record instead of a three and six record. Could, 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 could. but you know, there's a conspiracy against the Kings to keep them out of the uh, play in tournament, I guess. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Entertaining finish though, for sure. Any thoughts on that one? Uh, the benches, I don't know what's going on with the Warriors here. Every single starter was a plus. Most of them double digits, and every single bench guy was a minus. Almost all double digits as well. You can see a clip of the very last seconds of this game. Kevin Herter going up for a shot, missing, not getting the foul call, and the bench reacts like this. They don't care. Yeah. They, it, the, the, the vibes? <laughs> the speaking is bad, as are the vibes. The vibes are bad for the Warriors right now. That's why we're not hearing much about Steph Curry. He has to go out there and do a game four of the finals to beat the Kings. Yeah, in November, yeah, that's... that's bad for the Warriors. That's why we're not hearing much about it, because he is playing really well, and he's pretty much the only guy. Like, Wiggins, I think, has been pretty solid. Oh, he's been solid. But he's probably their best, second-best player after Curry so far. Clay has struggled. Draymond in and out. You know, Looney's doing his thing, but, you know, probably more valuable when it comes to playoff time. And, yeah, Poole's really, really struggling. So, if he's not going to be scoring, their bench... Their bench is going to struggle until they figure something out here. Yeah, the scary part is uh, the three draft picks that were supposed to bridge the old regime to the new regime in Moody, Kuminga, and Wiseman have not played well. I said Wiseman out of the rotation yesterday, and Kuminga and Moody had their minutes dropped. Mm -hmm. So guys like Anthony Lamb, who, Ty Jerome, playing more minutes. And Jordan Poole's acting like, uh, you know, he's a a champ, I think. Uh, You know, he has not found the the discipline to to keep going at it. I, I will say that I think... The bench there and that clip. I mean, there are some reactions. I think there's a, that was just like it's overblown. I think they knew they knew that there was a foul there too. I think they were like <laughs> okay because uh, there's yeah they they knew. Uh, can't wait to read the L two M today. Oh, that's Trey's favorite thing. It's uh it's like his morning, know, morning I mean, newspaper. You don't need to read it. <laughs> yeah. you know what it's gonna say. Yeah, uh, let's keep it going here. Dejounte Murray and the Young Hawks hand the Bucks their first loss of the season. And I saw it with my own eyes. I was down at the Fortress last night. It was uh, a little disappointing at first because we're headed down there for this weird 8-15 start because of all the staggered start times last night. And we find out Trey Young's not playing. We're like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Like, Trey, you even said you were going to go down last night to the game too. And then you find out Young's not playing with, like, a shin injury. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, looks like the Bucks will probably go to 10-0. and Maybe it'll be a blowout. I said no Trey. No Trey. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Uh, but that wasn't the case. At all. Uh, the, the takeaway from this game is the, the, the young Hawks players playing incredible and handing the Bucks their first loss. Rookie A.J. Griffin, incredible game. I mean, early in his career here, but career at 25, 24 points, excuse me, shooting 10 of 15 from the field. Some tough buckets. He played awesome. 
you had Johnson playing fantastic for them as well, giving them really good defense. And then Okongwu, who's obviously not a rookie, but a young guy for this team, he had two monster dunks slash thrunks uh, in the putback form with Giannis in both of the picture. <laughs> had me up out of my seat, guys. I was popping out on that first one. I went nuts. You could sort of see it coming. It was one. I love when you can see like the big guy streaking in the missed shots, like perfectly timed, and he just threw it down uh, on Giannis, who was a little surprised. But yeah, these guys, along with Dejounte Murray, who was like you know having to step up with no Trey Young, who had a monster line in the end: twenty-five points, eleven assists, eight boards, three steals. That's spectacular. But it was these high-energy plays and just efficient shooting from Griffin, Johnson, and Okongwu. And it had the crowd going nuts. Like, they were loving it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone should be be surprised that Anyeka and Kongu's dunking over Giannis Tedumpo. No, he is. He, it like, he, did it, he did it earlier this season. We showed you a poster of him just mm. riding him a little bit. He did it last season, too. He is uh, he's, he's a wonderful player. At some point, they are going to move on and put Nkongwu in the starting rotation over Clint Capella. I don't know if it's coming soon, but Clint Capella's contract is – so decent, it's hard to trade him, I think. Uh, but at some point, he's got to take over. It's great to see the young guys. Yeah. Uh, I think Bogdan Bogdanovich's contract, probably expendable when you see guys like A.J. Griffin balling like this, especially with the contract they signed DeAndre Hunter to. you got to save some money somewhere. And, uh, yeah, it's great to see the young guys come on, the draft picks come on real, real well. I had to check A.J. Griffin, the son of Adrian Griffin, mm-hmm. who played in the league. I was like... What was his career high? <laughs> he beat him last night. Beat yep. Dad. 24. Just eclipses Adrian Griffin's career high of 23. Did it a couple times. Uh, he did it at least in his rookie season. I think he did it once more. Do you remember all the teams Adrian Griffin played for? <laughs> Bulls. Mavericks. Correct. Correct. Can you name the other three? He got it. Did he get a Raptor or is that a coach? No, Raptor? he's just coach, coach Raptor. Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian Griffin. You forgot the team he was. Uh, he started his career with. I can't remember him in this jersey is the weird part. Maybe. Boston Celtics. No. Remember that? Yeah. No. Celtics, Mavs. Then he played for the Rockets for one year. Went to Trey's Bulls. Then he went back to the Mavs. Then back to the Bulls. Yep. And he ended with the Sonics. Yeah. He oh, had wow. like a 13-game stint with the uh, Supersonics. So there you go. A.J. Griffin already has that over his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. And look, he was, he was fantastic, like I said. And this is – Nate McMillan is notoriously reluctant to give young players burn. And part of it was obviously Trey not being there, so he went to these guys, and they they delivered last night. It was a really really fun game. I'll say this too: the Hawks they need to they need to lie to all of their season ticket holders or people buying tickets to come down to the Fortress to watch games. And what I mean by that is that eight fifteen start perfect because I'm convinced ninety percent of the people in the stands last night thought the game was starting at seven thirty. <laughs> so for the first time that I've ever gone to the Fortress. Packed when the tip-off happened. Usually, it is sparse. People are still up in the concourse. They're still getting to the arena because traffic's brutal here. That's the move, Hawks. Just say 7.30 to everybody <laughs> and then just start at 8.15 and everybody's there. Great vibes. Great energy. I think it's something there. Uh, <laughs> and then my final thing, just because, remember on, uh, I think it was yesterday's show or the day before. Yeah, I don't know. What day is it? Uh, I brought up this thing about Drew Holiday where could he be like, the biggest gap between a first all-star selection and if you were to make it this season, a second all-star selection. That would be 10 years. That's a hell of a gap. So I was talking to Jared, to my buddy Grish, your buddy Grish, our buddy Grish. Uh, Doug, Doug Miller in the house. I'm like, does any, can anybody beat this if that's the case, like 10 years? The best we could come up with, Manu Ginobili did six seasons of a gap. 
And then Frank Selvey. Who? You don't remember Frank Selvey from the mid-50s? <laughs> Number one draft pick, I believe. Uh, he had a seven-season gap between his first All-Star selection and second when he was near the end of his career, I think, with the Lakers. No, that's okay. So, uh, <laughs> Drew Holiday. He could do it is what I'm saying to you guys. <laughs> could do um, it. Yeah, was... In your face, Frank. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in your face, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing last night. Uh, what do you got? Well, I found out that there's a $1.9 billion uh, Powerball going on yep. here in this country. Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, I don't know if wow. anybody won. Did anybody win? I don't know. But I just found that wow. out last night. Was okay. it last night? What? Was it last night? Yeah, I think it was last night. Yeah. Cool. Isn't that crazy? That's all I've What would you do to ask? Heard. What would you do? Would you take the lump sum of let's say five hundred million or you do the old uh oh. spread it out, get a paycheck? Five hundred million. Why? You only get twenty five. You get like a crazy low percentage, yeah, if you do oh, it. it can't be that low. No, Tess, it's quite Come low. On. It's quite low. That's how they get you. Come on. I'm Canadian. I get a hundred percent. We don't tax. All right. They post they delayed the draw. Oh from what I can tell here. Why? Uh, a participating lottery needed extra time to complete the required security protocols. Good, good, I good. Th- I think that's the uh, the plot to Lucky Numbers, starring John Travolta <laughs> and Lisa Kudrow. Wow, <laughs> that'll Somebody be check the facts next on that week's one. film yeah, session, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's keep it going. Unless you guys have any thoughts on the no. on the Hawks stopping no, the Buck no, Street no, no. there. Yeah. I'm out of Frank Selvey thoughts. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. You learned something from me That's here right. today. Uh, Zach Levine scored 30 points to pace the Bulls past the Raptors. 111-97. Trey, you called it. It's the weekday Bulls. It was a Monday. Yeah. It was a Monday. It was a Monday. They came through with the win. On Sunday night, the Raptors were the aggressors, and they were wearing their home uniforms. The Bulls were wearing black, but on Monday, the Bulls flipped the script. They were the aggressors, and they made the Raptors wear their black jerseys. Biggest change for Chicago, I would say, was Zach Levine coming back after resting on Sunday. He led the way with 30 points, went 11 of 20 from the field. This was his first 30-point game of the season. Fred Van Vliet was really the only Raptor, I thought, who played well. Kept him in it. 27 points, six threes from the good old Illinois boy. Gary Trent Jr., I suppose, had a good game as well, 19 points, 7 of 12. But the Raptors, I just thought, didn't really have it this game. No. Scotty Barnes included. No. Like, his one basket Bad was a monster game. dunk. The Bulls had 21 turnovers. And they still won this game pretty easily because they crushed it on the glass and shot 53% from the field. I wonder what the stats are from these past three seasons on playing a team one night, then flying to their arena and having to play on the second night because it has to be an advantage for the team that loses on the road in the first game to then go back home <laughs> and get the win because yeah. you're both traveling. Yeah. And, you know, probably the winning team from the first game is like, yeah, we got that one. Yeah. What? We'll see how it goes yeah. tonight. You know, give the full effort. And that's kind of what it felt like in this one. Bulls bench was a good was good again. Raptors went a little deeper into their bench this time, and it didn't go very well. Yeah, a little different game when Zach Levine is playing, too. And the uh, strategy from the Raps is, like we saw in that first game, was get the ball out of DeRozan's hands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you're going to live with Williams or Caruso in that case, or whoever, Io, like trying to beat you. But then you throw Zach Levine in there, and it's like, oh, now he's going four on three, or he's stepping into shots that are open off the rotation. So that's why I was, uh, well, that's why I ended up taking the Bulls mm-hmm. in our pick em. Uh I thought it might be a little closer, but in the end, Chicago dominant there. Any thoughts, Tess? Well, as Trey said, when you play a team two times in a row, you know, home, road, whatever, it's like a playoff series. Obviously, the team that loses is going to come out with some adjustments, playing harder, being one of them. Yeah. And uh, the reps, young t- young guys off the bench, even their old guys off the bench, they weren't ready for that. They weren't ready to fight. They weren't ready for that energy. They had zip, zero, zilch coming off the bench. It was 
you know, Warriors-esque, what we were just talking about. So that, that hurt. That hurt watching those guys come off the bench. You know, the, like the block shot category even. Christian Coloco had six on his own in game one of this two-game baseball set. And then they had seven overall total in uh, the second time. So I, I guess the biggest disappointment was Scotty Barnes as well. Like without Pascal Siakam, he needs to be a little bit more of a playmaker. And mm-hmm. he just he had a, a really bad game. The dunk. Dunk was huge. Amazing. Yeah, that, was, dunk. that was massive. Time, sweet dunk. That was beautiful. But, uh, yeah, they needed they needed another playmaker. They needed Goran Dragic to switch jerseys. And uh, they needed a little more effort from the bench. And that didn't happen like it did in the first game. That's that's To me, that was a huge part of how they beat the, the Bulls in game one. And, look, let's be honest. We said it at the start. You can't beat the Bulls during the week. They're on, they're, what, are they undefeated still? 2-0 and on Mondays. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they've, they've only lost on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday thus, thus yeah. far this season. So, yeah. so. I'm feeling good, though. So. I'm feeling good. I did uh, I did the math, and I saw that there are more weekdays than there are weekend days. <laughs> so I'm thinking the Bulls are going to finish over 500. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Bulls are exactly like me. I lose every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in terms of my eating habits. Monday oh, through Thursday, like I'm a the champ. Rope, eh? yeah. Yeah, I'm a champ. The weekend starts on Friday, done. I'm good. It's Four a cheat versus weekend. three. Eating yeah, your horseradish <laughs> chips in the pantry mm. by the bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, also, the Raps have split all three of these baseball sets. Oh, uh, nice. You know, I, this one, done, this it, one isn't technically Sixers, a baseball heat, set. Sixers, Heat, and now uh, yeah. Bulls. Yeah, this one technically isn't a baseball set because baseball set, same arena. Yeah, two yeah, games. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. playing the same team two times in a row, yeah, there, a lot of splits happen. Same thing. Especially, right. yeah, the reps aren't surprising anybody in game two with their mm. long arms. <laughs> uh, all right, our next game, Joel Embiid, he's back. Oh, uh, baby. Double-double in his return. 76ers beat the Suns, 100-88. to Tass, he had this one. Joel Embiid's hilarious. Uh, he uh, <laughs> He's back three games out with the flu. After the game, he said, our season started tonight. The Phillies are done. I enjoyed watching them, so our season started tonight. The other games don't count. He turns it on when he wants to turn it on. It's it's clear, uh, and you know he's a real he's a real old school guy in that way. I think uh, you know all the old school players. It's very Shaq like. Yeah, should, all the old school players should say you know they they hate the new era. A lot of them. Uh, they should look at him and be like, oh yeah, that's our guy. You know, turns it on when he wants to turn it on. <laughs> that's our guy. Uh, he, I mean, it's a, I will say just to push back on that, it's a little different when a guy says it that's maybe won a title or even gone to a final finals mm-hmm. like. You know, then I feel like it's okay for a Curry or a Giannis or a yeah. LeBron. I mean, ah, you know, we're taking our time. We'll we'll play harder when we need to. Even that, you like roll your eyes a little bit, but you can understand it. Yeah. <laughs> what does Embiid one? Yeah. Nothing. So. No. Come on. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's yeah. it's Shaq like for sure. Without yeah. the ships. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but he came out in this game and just wanted to go at Aiton. So the beginning of the season, maybe not a motivator, but yeah. Now he's motivated. Phillies are done. But also he sees DeAndre Ayton <laughs> on the other side. He loves playing against DeAndre Ayton. It's, he's just one of those guys that needs something to motivate sure. him. He has destroyed Ayton. His last seven games against him, 30-plus. Every single time. He, he goes at him. He loves playing him. 33-10, five assists, 16 free throws, which That's is Embiid-like. Yep. And 37 minutes. Extremely important uh, that he's playing all those minutes. And uh, this was a, a Sixers type of win. When we picked them to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, these ugly games, these high free throw games are the games that they should win. They held the Suns to 88 points, and the acquisition of DeAnthony Melton sure helped out in this one. He hounded Devin Booker, even though Booker had a nice game. It was tough. 
Uh, it was a tough game, especially Chris Paul did go out in the second quarter. He was chasing uh, around a screen, and he came up limping. They call it a heel injury, but uh, D'Anthony Melton is a guy that Doc Rivers should be able to rely on in in situations where they need to chase around a guard because mm-hmm. Harden, that's not really Harden's forte, but still have a guy who can score because Matisse Thibel was sort of their guy last year. Uh, D'Anthony Melton's their guy. He did a great job. So now the entire city of Philly is behind them and beat is into it. <laughs> Things are better. And the Nyang Gang Oh, I was waiting for you to go. drop a Nyang Gang on oh, me. Baby. Seven three-pointers made. Van Gang Gang Gang. 21 <laughs> points for George Nyang. Uh, Monty Williams said we left him open too much. Yep. Yeah. It's true. I uh, and I understand why he pro- was he on the scouting report? Was George Niang yeah. on the scouting report? Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, I got to be honest. I doubt it. Uh, but I, I, this game this game was old school and ugly. Uh, the Sixers actually shot under 40% themselves. Mm. But those are the games I think that we all expected, you know, slow to some degree. Uh, low scoring, and this so this is a good good ugly win, yeah. and and then some fight with this Philly team. Three minutes left. Damian Lee uh, of the Phoenix Suns. Sometimes I forget he's on the Phoenix Suns. He uh, he got into it with Tobias Harris, and uh, I, I bring him up because number one, it's good to see some scrappiness from both teams, and number two, he could fill in a little bit for Cam Johnson as well because Tory Craig started hit mm-hmm. his first shot, but then didn't hit another shot. Yeah. So they have guys uh, to fill in. But either way, Sixers are alive. All right. Remember last week when we were talking about the Lakers having a really crappy record, but hey, at least the defense was elite. It was like near the top of defensive rating. It's like, that's something at least, right? Well, all it took was them playing the Utah Jazz a couple (laughs) times, and they are now the definition of mid when it comes to defense. Uh, Dropped them all the way down to 15th in defensive rating after those two games and two losses to the Utah Jazz because the Jazz rolled again last night. 139 to 116. No LeBron for the Lakers, but man, Utah set season highs in points scored with 139. Field goals made. Field goal percentage. I mean, they shot 56.4% from the floor. They made 16 threes. They once again scored over 130. They've done that a couple times this season. Seven Jazz players scoring in double figures. Everybody giving it to the Lakers, who again, they had the defense. You know, that was the one thing. We're like, okay, that offense comes around. Guys start knocking down some threes. They'll be okay, but... Yeah, I mean, there was no defensive intensity from the Lakers in this one at all. That's what Anthony Davis said after the game. That's what killed us. And uh, the Jazz, the Jazz are, like, at the top of the Western Conference standings. Like, (laughs) if you just took the records for these two teams, the Lakers and the Jazz, and just showed somebody that doesn't really follow the league all that much and said, well, which one do you think is got the basically the 10 wins? What's the Jazz at? Nine, 10 wins? And then the team that's, like, two and nine or whatever the Lakers are, and, and put them, like, 99% 99% of people that aren't following the league are going to obviously give that good record to the Lakers and the bad record probably to the Utah Jazz if you knew they traded all their guys in the offseason. And it's it's opposite world here. It's a bizarro <laughs> world. It's nuts. I, I mean, yeah, but if you showed up, what if you showed these The these rosters? People, the rosters. Yeah, good point. And you see good the point. starting lineup for the Jazz, Clarkson, Markinen, Conley, Olenek, Beasley. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's not a murderer's row out there, no. but those are names that people may have heard. Yeah. Then you look at the Lakers starting lineup. Anthony Davis, top 75 all time. Yeah. Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, Troy Brown Jr., Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. The season is over for the Lakers. They've got to win like 60% of their games from here on out to get to 500. Jesus. <laughs> They're already six games under 500 right now. Got... Yeah. The season is over for the Lakers. <laughs> wow. 
Well, then trade Anthony Davis. Uh, Billy Boy heard some buzzing going on. <laughs> Billy heard some buzzing. All the boys are buzzing. Should we just but, come uh, up with it's Anthony bad Davis news bears for the Lakers here? Um, yeah, we should just come up for Anthony Davis yeah. trades. Okay, Why we'll not? Do, let's do that yeah. tomorrow. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna obviously, have a okay. million games here to talk about. <laughs> 139 <laughs> points. Jeez, that's a lot of points to give up. <laughs> Especially when your guys, like Trey mentioned, you know, the, the guys in there should be scrapping and fighting and rotating and giving it their all and putting their. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears on the floor, and that didn't happen. Because, listen, Larry Markkinen's shooting like 80% this season. I mean, he's, he's on fire. Yeah. They're all on fire. Him and Clarkson. I don't know who's going to the All-Star game, but one of them's got yeah, to you go. Keep, you keep, I like how you keep trying to make, like, a sly case for Clarkson, ta- but no. it's Lowry marketing with a bang, my man. Oh, I know it's fine. Yeah. I'm not Hell, mad they might have that. two at this point. I don't know. I'm not mad. I'm no, I know, I know. I'm not mad, but is it, is it, is it 100%? <laughs> Are you mad? Is, not bad. is it 100%? Probably. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. If, if the All Star Game started tomorrow, Lowry Marketing <laughs> is the All Star selection from the Utah Jazz. And and then hey, maybe there is a second in Clarkson, but that's the order. Trey, back me up on this. Yeah, I mean he's at twenty two a game. I was gonna make a case for Clarkson, but he's at eighteen and five. If he would have been at eighteen and nine. Then I'd be like, hey, Clarkson, yeah, Clarkson, the table Clarkson is there. doing he's, the exact same thing he's always done, except he's in a starting role. Really. 22 a game, 53% for Markinen. Wow, he's got the assists have gone way up. Okay, but, okay. Uh, but no, listen, I'm a Lowry guy. I, I love my finished breakfast, but I, I just. Uh, <laughs> what's a, what's yeah, what a finished, finished breakfast? breakfast? You said this twice. Heavy now. on the yogurts. <laughs> heavy, really? Heavy on the dairy. Heavy on the yogurts. I think. Nice. <laughs> You're not sure. I don't know. I just said it because I, was, this? I uh, was eating breakfast a lot during Eurobasket while watching oh, that's Larry Mark. Right, 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 right. Not necessarily because I was having a finished breakfast. I love Israeli breakfast. Oh, that's good. My muesli, which is yogurt <laughs> and some shaved almonds and some oats. Anyway, <laughs> some Canadian oats. oats. <laughs> what, what's oats. a finished breakfast? You're looking it up. Okay. Uh, it appears to me that <laughs> porridge is the backbone of the finished breakfast. Oh, I like porridge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Finished oatmeal <laughs> is delicious, according to herfinland.com. <laughs> right. I wish sometimes I love the warm weather of Atlanta. Don't get me wrong. I don't miss the cold of Canada. But, you know, I don't eat as much porridge because of the warm weather here in Atlanta. You know what I mean? That's a, that's I know a, what you mean. That's a cold breakfast. I mean, like, a, yeah. Cold weather breakfast. That's true. Yeah, that's why it's, it's the backbone of coating your guts. Yeah. I agree. I love a nice oatmeal or a porridge. I don't know what the difference is or how muesli factors into the <laughs> equation as well. It's all oatmeal to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, I, like, I love my overnight oats, which are cold oats. Ooh, cold just because so you don't have to think about it in the morning. But uh, yeah, the, the fans, I, they eat their porridge, but then they go in the sauna. Because what's going on there? It's cold, but then they like being yeah, they yeah. like being hat. Yeah, it's so. good. Good for your body. Yeah, good really. For your skin, I think. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Right <laughs> okay, uh, let's get back to the Lakers. They got their ass handed to them by the Utah Jazz. And then this other game I want to touch on briefly here is possibly a guy that's been linked to the Lakers for weeks, for if not months. Miles Turner, 37 points, 12 boards, season highs for him. As the Pacers beat the Pelicans last night, tough loss for me. I took the Pelicans in our elimination survivor Ooh. NBA Oof. pool. I'm out of here. Oof. I'm eliminated in week three. Man, I felt good about that Pelicans pick. You know, the Pacers have been winning some games here. I'm like, okay, they're due for a loss. Pelicans getting their guys back, Ingram, Herb Jones, stuff like that. And uh, no, Turner's like, hey, Lakers, don't forget about me. I'm still good. Uh, 37 and 12, like I said. Guy had been averaging 14 points per game in his in the five games he had played. He had missed a bunch of time there with that sore ankle. But, Yeah. He uh still putting on a show, reminding league uh 
Lakers or the league, uh, you can trade for me if you want. <laughs> but the Pacers are like 500. It's amazing to me. I thought they'd be the worst team in the league. They've won four of their last five. For sure. And my only no- other note is uh, Chris Duarte is out for them. He's going to be out on the lineup like four to six weeks with a sprained right ankle. Or left ankle, excuse me. And they put Canadian Andrew uh, Nemhard mm-hmm. into the starting lineup. Kept Matherin off the bench because he's dominating there. This guy's averaging 19.4 points per game off the bench. I don't think a rookie's ever won six, man. Have they? Ben Gordon. Did he? Uh-huh. Great. Yep. Nice stat. <laughs> Benedict Gordon. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, well, he could be the second if he keeps this up. Yep. Uh, they just didn't want to you know, mess with uh, what's working with him coming off the pine. Uh, and and Nemhard played really well. 15 points, five assists in his first start. That's great. So contributing. Uh, he's good. These Canadians, man. get the. I can't wait to get these Canadians on Team Canada. And one day finally take down the mighty Americans <laughs> in international play. Keep dreaming, buddy. Oh, uh, but they should start Matherin. I mean, it's cool they kept him off the bench, but they should start him. You think so? Yeah, that's their future backcourt is sure. Halliburton and Matherin. He plays a ton. It is a good Yeah, thing. no doubt Give about it. He minutes. plays a ton. and yeah, I, But come on. I mean, in, going forward in the future, yeah. why not? Let's see what's happening here. Nemo well, they're probably like, the uh, like we, got, we want to keep playing Buddy. Obviously yeah. keep playing Miles. Maybe make a trade here uh, eventually. And then, and then I'm sure he would be slotted in there. But yeah. Good win, and I'm out. Did you make your pick for week three? No, it sucks now because you remind me every week, and now that you're not in it, I'm going to forget for sure. Oh. So yeah. th- here, I'm, I'm good this week. I'll make my pick. Okay. Next week. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm really worried. Well, you're, you're, I mean, well, you're technically not the last man standing of our group just because you haven't made a pick. You could go out in week oh, three here. Is what okay. I'm gotcha. All right. I still standed longer than you. Well, that's a technicality. You haven't made a pick. Anyways, <laughs> uh, since we were, we were trying to figure out this uh, longest span between all-star appearances, yeah. we had a Canadian going for a Canadian here with Chris Duarte. We can call him a Canadian. He's yeah. both. Yeah. Chris Duarte uh, subbed in for by Andrew Nebhard. Yeah. Has that ever happened? I don't know. If a Canadian has ever come in for a Canadian, somebody find out. We got a lot I mean, of t- we have tough. a lot of tough questions. That is tough things to figure show. out. Yeah, that, Thank you for that Ben Gordon fact right away. That's got really, that one chambered. Really, yeah, yeah that's really a good impressive. One. Really impressive. Okay, we got to take our first break. We still have eight games to get to, so don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. All right, back in the Classic Factory, making our way through every game from last night. All 15 games, all 30 teams in action. We had a super chat here, though, in the stream team. The Golden Eagle 99 for $10 wants to know. (laughs) Thank you, Golden Eagle. You did not need to do that. Uh, The question, let's ask it. Do you guys think LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kyrie, Katie, and Kawhi will make the All-Star game this year? (laughs) Thanks. Love no dunks. Let's go through them. LeBron. 
Braun is he's an the, interesting one. Yeah. He's going to be voted in, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. Okay, LeBron's in. Anthony Davis? Uh-uh. No. Uh, I agree. He's not in on merit. He no. could be in on Lakers bump. Oh, but if you I mean, get a Lakers bump. voted in? Nah, if you get a Lakers I, I, bump, I, I, I agree. I highly doubt. But if you get a LeBron bump, I highly doubt you're going to get two that's, bumps. That's probably true. But, but also – Okay, so they, I hate to do the formula again, but a guy gets voted in. That's yeah. only 50% of the vote. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he is ranked very poorly by the media and players. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yes. That's true. He should still get okay, it. Okay, okay. LeBron was saying, Anthony Davis probably nah. right now, I mean, no. not. Kyrie, there is no. absolutely no way I'd imagine. Katie's a lock. Lock. Kawhi, no. He's not playing. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, there you go. The Golden Eagle. 99. <laughs> I mean, it's similar to last year. Kawhi didn't make it. Kyrie didn't make it. Who made it amongst the Lakers? Uh, I think it's just LeBron. Yeah, right? just I think, LeBron. I think it was just LeBron. Okay. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins started the All Star game yeah, last year. He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> nice. Okay, <laughs> let's keep cool. it going. Uh, we're not even halfway through the games from last eight. My God. Uh, but uh, task get us started here. Jason Tatum, thirty nine points, helps the Celtics hold on to beat the Grizzlies. It's so, a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. And since we're giving a, a little bit of love to the stream team, uh, a little bit of love to uh, the commenter here who mentioned a smart sorb, Marcus Smart Sorb, in connection to our ad there. Uh, very well smart done. Smart Sorb. Marcus Smart Sorb. He plays four times better defense than the best perimeter guard out there. You think your perimeter guard can play defense? Not unless it has Marcus Smart Sorb technology. Defense four times harder than the leading guard. Shout out to DC for that comment in the stream, nice. team. Because Marcus Smart... Held this team together uh, for a while. He was playing awesome to start this game, but it was their MVP, Jason Tatum, uh, who took him to the promised land, and he has a very good shot at winning MVP. Uh, 39 points. I know it's super early. Uh, He had 39 points, two blocks in this game, so he's got a career high in scoring right now, field goal percentage, Mm -hmm. becoming really efficient, and blocks. He's going to have that little, little... Boost, I think, amongst the voters that, oh, this guy defends. One and a half blocks per game. He's always been really solid, especially with this Celtics team that went to the championship with a great defense. But Smart is looked at as a better defender. Robert Williams, blah, blah, blah. He is a fantastic defender. And the fact that they're 7-3 and now and obviously picked it up in the second half of last season bodes well for his MVP chances because he's only going to get better. And there are signs of that good defense. They have been struggling defensively. They've had a little bit of the, hey, we're the champs. Uh, champs, sorry. We're Eastern the NBA finalists. Champs. Yeah. Hey, they still get T-shirts. Uh, they may not be <laughs> champs. But anyways, that sign of the defense, it was coming around, especially with Tatum. He was carrying the reserves like an MVP. Jalen Brown was not doing that. But Tatum in there, he was doing that. Came down to the uh, final seconds, though, as uh, – Tatum hit a couple free throws, 2.2 seconds left, and John Moran had a chance from the backcourt to at least fire one up, mm-hmm. but he slipped in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. He's better He's better, you know, flying up with an inbound at the end of games, as we know his play, fly, and then somehow contort his body around a defender. But anyways, he slipped in the backcourt. And the Celtics won a, a very tight game where uh, – Jalen Brown wasn't having an awesome game, but Jason Tatum carried carried his squad. It was very much a A1 player from one team, A1 player from the other team going at it with the other guys not playing to their capabilities other than Marcus Smartsorb. Uh, ja Morant finished with 30, had a great night. And uh, after yesterday, we commented about Al Horford 
sort of trolling DeMar DeRozan with the violin. Mm-hmm. He had a uh, free throw flinch in this game, too. Oh, where, man. Horford's on back. fire. Where he pretended. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, there we go. There we go. Good stuff All from right. uh, the Celtics. Flying high. I know we're trying to fly through the games here, but I love this Tatum in the MVP conversation. He's at the table. Mm-hmm. Who are the other five guys? Luca. Okay. Giannis. Okay. Always. So that's three. Yeah, Tatum. I, that's. Luka oh no, yeah, I think it was Tatum, Tatum. Luca, Giannis. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Steph's got to be there. Steph. Hey. They're four and seven. They suck. I mean, okay. Well, okay. hold on, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. And then probably wow. Jokic still has to be. I don't think he got up. I don't think he ever stood up from the table. I think he still has a seat. I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He's like, you got to carry him out, and he's heavy. <laughs> well, he's waiting for his horse to come out front. And pick <laughs> yeah, him exactly. Up. He's, he's, he's good. Larry, uh, Larry Marketing? Yeah. Right now? Why not? He's a week of Larry Marketing for MVP? On the tracker. Yeah. The basketball reference tracker. Okay, so Luka, Giannis, Donovan Mitchell, Jokic, Tatum, and then the Curry is the uh, is the. The, the wild card of the bunch. Yeah, okay. Jokic sure, sure. has uh, his scoring numbers overall. I mean, the team is great. He is leading the team like he should, but he's ready to give it up. He's ready to give up that MVP That's... trophy. He's only oh, at well, yeah, twenty point yeah. nine points per game. That's well, a big drop off. Well, isn't he? He's like a triple double. I mean, yeah, twenty one, ten and a half, and nine point three. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so he's there. He's still at the table. Uh, okay, our uh, next game. Oh, Jokic. Hey, nice touch. Look at that. Nice. Powering the Nuggets <laughs> past the Spurs for their third straight victory. Have the Denver Nuggets played any other team besides the San Antonio Spurs? <laughs> They've played 98% against okay. the Spurs so far this season. <laughs> uh, they did play the Jazz for one game, though. Okay. They played the Jazz right. one game early in the season. Oh, yeah, they lost the first game. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And then they seem to have uh, righted the ship a little here. You see uh, Jokic powers Nuggets. It's right there. Yeah. Right there on the lower third. Looks beautiful, but... It was actually Jamal Murray who was the key to this victory. 19.6 assists for Murray. In the fourth quarter, he went three for four, scored six points, and had two beautiful assists. One, a spin move where he's like snaking through the pick and roll. Finally finds Jokic with a behind-the-back dish in traffic for a dunk to Jokic. Then he throws like a 100-mile-an-hour sidearm fastball to Aaron Gordon right underneath the rim for a dunk to basically ice things. Jokic, though, he did do some powering. 26 points, 8 boards, 10 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. He had a post move where he was dribbling left-handed and just threw it backwards, right-handed. No problem. This was cool. MPJ, 24 points, 4 threes. A nice win uh, for the Nuggets and a nice fight for the Spurs. They played hard in the fourth quarter. I thought Trey Jones was kind of a game-changer for them. He had a career high in points. And when he checked in into the fourth quarter... He was just pushing the pace, forcing turnovers, and making it a game. It was basically just Jokic and Murray, though, down the stretch. They yeah. were taking turns, feeding each other, um, feeding some teammates here and there. But uh, for the most part, all Jokic and Murray. So nice to see Murray kind of round into form here. The only other takeaway I've got from this is that the Spurs should switch permanently to their Iceman jerseys. They're awesome. You love those. Oh, my goodness, yeah. The shorts are fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're good. Yeah. Um, I saw... Yesterday, after our NBA Weekend Winners and Losers podcast, there was some blowback from Nuggets fans saying, you never talk about us. Why aren't you talking about Denver? Where's the love? And you know, I said, it's, hey, look, it's a long season. We'll get to them. Uh, but I think there's some point to that, that they just seem to be going under the radar for whatever reason. Maybe it was that opening light loss and Jamal Murray slowly getting back into the swing of things. But here they are at 7-3. and three. Um, Good start, strong start. Michael Porter Jr. looks solid, you know. Absolutely I think there's some overlooked. truth to that. Thanks oh, for calling us out. Absolutely overlooked. Yeah. I thought they were 
closer to 500, at least going into last night. You know, one game over 500, but the fact they're, yeah. they're seven and three, it's uh, it's surprising. It has been quiet. And the loss to the Jazz at the time, we're like, oh, that's a bad opening night loss. Oh, is it? <laughs> Utah Jazz are going to win the title. So not really. So that's, a fair, that's a fair L at this point. So yeah, they're they're playing really well. It's it's like you don't want to get too excited, too ahead of yourselves, but it is it's it's nice that they have this. We're finally getting to see this trifecta play uh, together here in in uh, in the two time MVP Jamal Murray and, and uh, MPJ. He's got his boy back. Jokic has his boy back. It's at least a guard to create. Mm-hmm. He feels it feels like he's coming on, and they've been bringing him along slowly. So yeah. it's, it's okay that he's not an all star this season, but he should be an all star in the playoffs, hopefully. Uh, next game here, Luka Doncic. He extends his thirty point streak to nine straight games, guys. He's uh, he's chasing down Wilt slowly but surely <laughs> here. Uh, Mavs edge the Nets, ninety six to ninety four. Now this was a weird ending to this game. Um, the Mavs were in control. With about three minutes or so to go, I think they took their foot off the pedal and forgot that there was some nets standing in the corner just splashing threes. It was a couple wide open corner threes. And then there was like a missed KD jumper, but there was a couple offensive rebounds. It finds its way to Cam Thomas. He hits a really difficult three in front of the bench. So suddenly it's a one-point game with 25 seconds to go. And then, man, I almost wish Lili was here because this just turned into a free throw fest. There was a lot of FTs. Luka made two. With about 14 seconds to go. So they're back up three. Then Durant is fouled on the dribble, right? So they're putting him to the uh, to the line. He hits two. Okay. Free throws for free throws. Dorian Finney-Smith, they got to foul him. He hits two. There's still like 10 seconds to go, but Dallas is up three again. So Brooklyn inbounds with like six and a half seconds to go. And Durant is fouled by Reggie Bullock while attempting a three. Uh-oh. You got to know, Reggie, Durant's going to go right up into that three. Like right away. And then Durant, stepping to the line, got to hit all three to tie this game. He had, mi- he had made, like, what, 60-plus in a row at that point? Hits the first, and the second rims out. So now he has to intentionally miss the third to give themselves a chance. He perfectly misses it with Royce O'Neal screaming in. Royce O'Neal grabs it, should have went right up. Like, he has, you're not going to get a better look in that situation. But he sort of panicked a little bit. I don't think he could believe that he got it. And he was like, oh, we got to get it to KD. And there's just way too many bodies in there. Mass come up with that sort of scramble, the loose ball, and they hold on for the victory. But uh, a lot of free throws made the back and forth there until uh, KD unfortunately had one rim out there, Tass. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this game. You love free throws? He takes a lot of free throws. To I, I thought when I when I saw that number that he had hit 62 straight, I thought, well, he must be – yeah, he, he hasn't missed one all season. Right. But he had missed uh, a few early – I mean, he's, this is just over his last – 10 games or so. Uh, he has been phenomenal. <sighs> yeah, I feel uh, – yeah, I felt bad in that moment for Kevin Durant, but it feels like there's always a, a little breaking point with the Brooklyn Nets. Last year it was game one when the Boston Celtics ran a beautiful play, took every second off the clock in the playoffs, game one of the playoffs, I should say, and Marcus Smart scored that basket. That just broke the back Tatum. of, of – I thought I thought, uh, I thought smart, oh smart made the pass smart sore but passed it to Tatum. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the layup from Mark from uh, Jason Tatum that's right yeah I'm all mixed up okay but that, but okay. anyways there's always a breaking point with this Brooklyn Nets and it sure feels like it's gonna come at some point I don't know if it's this free throw or whatever but it, it 
they were playing really, really well since Kyrie went out. Yeah, they've been <laughs> playing much, much better. And, I mean, yeah, and the uh, Mavs should have put this game away. If we're being honest, and like, like I said, they just <laughs> left like guys open to shoot threes. Man, when you're up that <laughs> big with three minutes to go, like, really, just play the three pointer because you know they're gonna start bombing away these teams, and they just like they took their foot off the pedal, but or off the gas. Is that what's the saying? They just pedal. took your foot off the Same gas. Same thing, yeah, off right. the gas pedal. That's good. Yeah, uh, uh, but it, it's it's weird in a, an electric car because you tell somebody you, know, you, you take your foot off the gas. Yeah, you, you don't say take your foot off the pedal. You know. Yeah, that's why I caught myself. Yeah, I mean you can sure, 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 say sure. it, and I did, and <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. understood what yeah, I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. But the gas is go. And the gas is off. go. Not anymore though. Not anymore. Not well, in this now. day and age. No. How is your Everyone electric vehicle Everyone has an electric doing? car. I love talking about it. That's why I brought it up. It's good. Thanks. That's how much I like talking about it. It's good. Thanks. I went to an electric car show. Uh, converted DeLorean into an electric car. Really? You would have loved it. Can those things even get up to 88 miles per hour? Oh! No one said that there. No? Yeah. You got to charge it. You got to charge it for 88 hours more like it. Anybody say that there? No. Oh. Should have had you. What was the Georgia Power Bill after that event? <laughs> Actually, if you have an electric vehicle, That's a lot of plugging, buddy. If you have an electric vehicle in the state of Georgia, yeah, you can get a superior rate. You pay one cent per electric charge. You pay one cent. <laughs> you pay one cent per hour for your charge overnight if you have an electric vehicle. Oh, I see. Because they what you're they mo- they are encouraging you to buy right. electric and to use your car overnight and to charge your car overnight. One cent. Who cares? <laughs> uh, it's working that that deal because I, I I am either seeing the same seven Teslas in this city every day or there are a million of them in this. There's city. a million. Yeah. There's a million. There's, there's, actually, there's actually too many. There was like a lawsuit about it or something like that. Not too long ago. <laughs> wow. It was. Yeah. There are so many. <laughs> it's nuts. People come to Atlanta and they say, "Whoa, an Uber or a Lyft Tesla? Yeah. That's, uh, that's that's strange normal. for people. Yeah, yeah here. For, yeah, it's normal here. Yeah. And if you want that one cent rate, which everybody should get, yeah, yeah. you don't even really need an electric vehicle. You just go onto the website and you say, "Hi, I have an electric vehicle," <laughs> and uh, they'll just give you give it to all you. Right. So it's it's good. Do all your washing and dishwashing and wash your car at night between twelve and seven a.m. No, sorry, forget the not the not the car washing. That makes no sense. <laughs> but use your dishwasher. Yeah. Use your washing machine. Use all your appliances between 12 and 7 at night. Yeah, set so, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like this with the holidays coming up, too. I can keep my uh, tree on all during the night. <laughs> <laughs> if I get this deal. Only well, plug in your tree overnight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all a right. good way. Uh, I don't like that, though. What? I'm just worried. Fire no, hazard. Yeah, Fire well, hazard. you get uh, you got to get a timer. The timer is a <laughs> oh, brilliant invention. Nice. It is. I got that event. even from my porch lights. It's great. It <laughs> knows when the sun is out, you know, and then it goes off. Ooh. I love that. Sun's out. <laughs> Not for long enough these days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just uh, talk about lights. I had to have an espresso before I went down to the fortress last night because, yeah, it's dark at 530 oh, again. It's brutal. Like, oh, brutal times. Man, brutal times. I want to go to bed. All right, Julius Randle leads the Knicks. <laughs> Three-point barrage in a win over the Wolves. Tass, your Knicks, you were giving them winner of the weekend, even though they split their games over mm-hmm. the weekend, and you were saying, look, Tibbs is leaning into the new rotations. I love it. Uh, but what do you think of the I love the rotations. The they hammered the Wolves. I, I liked the starting lineup coming into this game. Unfortunately, Quentin Grimes was out. But still, Tibbs going younger. Cam Reddish in. Evan Fournier benched. And then Jericho Sims at the center spot when he could have easily put in Isaiah Hartenstein, a more traditional center. So I like that starting mm-hmm, lineup. Mm-hmm. And then they come out against a team with no Rudy Gobert. 
uh, on the Wolves' side. Towns back at the center spot, thinking, all right, they're going to feel good. Anthony Edwards, who just got his first dunk of the season because there's all these bigs, as he says, by the rim. They're going to feel better. My God, this was a terrible, terrible Wolves performance. We've mm-hmm. said it We've said it before against the Spurs, but this, this was even worse. This was uh, yeah. a sound the alarm, what the heck is going on performance. It was really bad. John Krasinski writes for The Athletic for the uh, – as the Wolves beat writer – I said this was the worst, and it, it definitely felt that way. This, the first half, Julius Randle, you know, not not the best of three-point shooters. He came out the first quarter. He hit five threes because they were open. Yeah. And everybody was comfortable hitting threes uh, to start this game. And so you'd think, 38-point uh, first quarter for the New York Knicks. Would the Wolves respond in the second quarter? The answer is no. They did it again, back-to-back 38-point quarters, because they just didn't care to get out to three-point shooters. Then Knicks' offense isn't all that complicated just get in front of their shooters and uh yeah randall randall hit eight on the evening uh a phenomenal shooting night for him eight of 13 it is wild he had 31 and uh yeah they just they just allowed shooters to get open and you think that they would fight back but um absolutely not and again with the lane open without rudy they'd they'd uh they'd fight back but no uh so i i was surprised uh wasn't surprised by Cam Reddish getting up five shots in the first six minutes. That's, that's what he does. He's back. He had a couple of games where he slowed down. Sorry. But then Tibbs sat him after a quick shot, that sixth one. And then uh, he got back. Uh, he reined him in. Only two more shots the rest of the game. So Tibbs got to play these young guys. It's happening. But the Wolves, uh, I mean, I don't have an explanation for why they're leaving everybody open. I guess it's that chemistry just is not carried over uh, from last year that they had. At least, they're missing, at least they're missing some perimeter defensive guys that they obviously are. got moved in the Rudy Gobert thing, Rudy Gobert trade. Um, but yeah, they're it's missing. bad. This is a bad, bad loss. Knicks played great. Their their big three of Brunson, uh, Barrett, and Randall obviously had great games. But uh, the Wolves here, I wonder with that you know new ownership, they make the splashy move for Gobert. Hey, we're going all in here right now. We want to win, win, win. What will they do now? Uh, and what can they do? I know there's always talks of trading D'Angelo Russell. Will they get even more drastic in terms of trading like a Carl Anthony Towns? Ooh. Hey, I'm hearing some buzz about that. <laughs> no, there's buzz in my ear. Sorry, the connection. I kicked the no, cord just, underneath a little uh, yeah. bit, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he, he, he played fine, obviously, offensively. But, you know, you look, I'm, I'm sort of being serious here. The idea of, like, would you cash in on a haul you could get back for Carl Anthony Towns to give the team to, to Anthony Edwards, obviously keeping Gobert as a – you know, you'd basically just be creating sort of the Utah Jazz, <laughs> Anthony Edwards as the Donovan Mitchell, and then getting more pieces back. I'm throwing it out there. I'm just chucking it out into the universe. But, uh, it. yeah, it's bad. I don't have any thoughts on this one, TK. My main way of consuming this game was through two tweets. One was from Tass. You put up that uh, clip of Micah Nori just trashing the Timberwolves at halftime. I was like, ooh, this can't be good. Checked in, didn't look good, and then I saw a Skeets tweet this morning that was a retweet of Anthony Edwards basically saying, we came out soft and we have no energy. Yep. They're 10 games into the season, and there's zero fight, zero chemistry, and zero energy. It's bad. Uh, it's, it's bad in the Timberwolves. Like, I think we're all trying to give them a long leash because there, yeah. are, there are a lot of yep. new players in. Gobert is a tricky piece to fit in, especially now that they're going to be going double big, which is kind of different in the NBA. So things need to be figured out, but it feels like they figured out absolutely nothing in huh. three and a half four weeks here it feels like groundhog day with totally. this wolves team like their loss and then the comments after and it's like exactly the same right. thing over and over again it's like okay do something about it but yeah we'll see they're lacking some 
whether it's chemistry or the leadership as well. Yeah, well, that's why true. I bring up true. the Carl Anthony Towns part of yeah, it. That's, that's, fair. that's what I mean. It would be that. wild. It'd be wild. They acquire Rudy Gobert <laughs> for everything, and then they essentially trade their other big for <laughs> right. everything, like that same type of haul in, in theory. Yeah. Next game. We got the Rockets snapping a six-game losing streak. They beat Orlando 134 to 127. My goodness. Palette cleanser. Yeah. This one's a palette cleanser here. This one was fun. <laughs> Zero expectations for any of these teams. Two of the youngest team in the leagues, and it looked like it last night. So many turnovers. 39 combined turnovers, but 261 combined points. So really, really great. I went in wanting to see Paolo Banquero versus Jabari Smith Jr. And this one, the number one pick versus the number three pick. Turned out to be a blowout for Paolo in that respect. 30 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals for the number 1 pick. The number 3 pick, Jabari Smith Jr., 3 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist. I don't know, man. His skill set, I just I think he's in a tough spot because Jalen Green likes to shoot. Kevin Porter Jr. loves to shoot. And Jabari Smith Jr. seems to have a supplementary kind of skill set where he needs people to be creating for him so he can hit threes and that kind of stuff. And I don't know if they're going to be creating right away. But it was Jalen Green who did lead the way for Houston. He was incredible. 34 points, 12 of 18 from the field, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block. So quick going to the hole. It's his 10th 30-point or more game of his career, There's, and he's still only 20 years old. According to StatMuse, there are six guards ever with 10 30-plus point games before they turn 21. All current players. Wow. Can you name them? Lucas has got to be. Lucas one. Devin Booker has got to be. Uh, Booker is one of them. Uh, obviously, Jalen Green is one of them. Yeah. So how many more? Three more. Three more. And two of them were rookies of the year. One, two of them were number one two, Number one draft picks. Oh. Well, we should know those. Blake, yes. Blake Griffin? No, no, no. These are all guards. guards. Oh, guards. guards. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So number one pick... Um, Definitely not Ben Simmons. <laughs> not Ben Simmons. Not Ben Simmons. John Wall. No, oh, no, no, no. Fair, a fair guess. Uh, you got getting wiggy with it. Not getting no. wiggy with it. Uh, but he, one of these guys we played in the game last night. Played played in Everybody the previous played last game. Night. <laughs> played in the previous game that we talked about. Okay. Okay. He was the number one draft pick. Who was the last? What was Everybody's the last? very excited for him. He was. Some people think his name is Kermit, but it's not. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Anthony Jesus. Edwards. Yeah. Man, yeah. He wow. was a number one draft. I pick. Yeah, forget he's forget a number that. one pick. Yeah, I forget that. He didn't win rookie of the year. Though. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Not not his season. He didn't win rookie of the year. Anthony Edwards didn't. Donovan. No. He, uh, he also didn't win no. rookie of the year. Lamelo. Lamelo Ball won rookie of the year. He had 10 30 point games. Lamelo. He turned 21. Yep. And then the final player wow. is probably the guy we've talked about the most this season. Just Kyrie, over Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Put up Luka, there it is. Booker, Anthony Edwards, Kyrie Lamelo, and Jalen Green. Some nice bucket getters there. Wow. The other guy that totally stuck out to me watching this one was Alperin Shengun. Oh, yeah. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. He's at 17 points per game, 10 rebounds for the season, finally in the starting lineup. Yep. I accidentally was watching uh, the Rockets broadcast, even though they were playing in Orlando, and I heard Ryan Hollins say that he's got the best post footwork in the NBA. He's like, Jokic, Embiid, more dominant, obviously more size. Yeah. But from a pirouetting and, like, wow. finesse standpoint, wow. Alperin Shengun is the guy, so stay tuned to a sicko report. Oh, yeah, man. I love watch. This guy is one of the most watchable guys in the league right now. He had a hilarious crossover on the break last night. A couple of really nice hook shots. 
He plays he plays like Jokic, but obviously Junior Jokic. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini horse. <laughs> yeah, yes, he's horse. a mini horse. Pony. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, all right, great breakdown. I know the Shengun fans are going to be happy with that. They're out there. Those oh, Rockets fans, they love that guy. Rightfully so. Uh, this game, the next one here, perfect uh, example of why you should never leave early an NBA game, even though I did last night. <laughs> I got to beat the traffic. Late start. Late start. I had to get home. I had to watch all these other games. There's no traffic. But. Oh, the traffic getting out of the, of the fortress? Didn't you ride Marta? No, I Jared drove last night. Okay, uh, but you shouldn't have left this game, especially if you were uh, a Clippers fan, because they rallied late against the Cavs. They snapped the Cavs' eight-game win streak. They uh, did. And you know there were so many games on yesterday with everybody playing, and this is one of the late starts. So unless you were on the West Coast, if you're an East Coaster or even international, you'd probably like gone blind by how much basketball you'd been watching last night. So I wouldn't, you know, hold it against you if you went to bed with five minutes remaining in this Clippers-Cavs game, thinking, well, there, Cleveland's going to make it nine straight because they're up 111 to 98. But here's what the Cavs did in their final possessions. Shout out to Ghostface Ziller for breaking this down for me in his newsletter this morning. So Kevin Love split a pair of free throws. Then Karis LeVert got a charge. Okay. Love missed a three. Darius Garland and Loved missed threes. There was an offensive rebound in between those. Karis LeVert missed a three. (laughs) Darius Garland missed a layup. Garland, live ball turnover. Really bad one. Terrence Mann. Got a dunk off of it. Cavs timeout. Okay, they're still up. Don't worry. Garland turnover. Oh, my God. Jared Allen missed layup. What's going on? Garland missed three. This all happened. That's 10 offensive possessions over about four minutes and 20 seconds of clutch game time. Three turnovers over seven shooting. Just the one point off that one Kevin Love free throw. And as Ziller pointed out, zero possessions by Donovan Mitchell or Mobley in that little run. Now, they scored after that, but... uh, while all that was going on, the Clippers were scoring. Paul George and Norman Powell were huge uh, down the stretch. Uh, a couple massive and ones where they, uh, you know, obviously scored and hit the hit the free throw after. So just a crazy loss here from Cleveland. That's fine, you know. No one's going to overreact to this, but uh, they had it in the bag, and I'm sure, like a like I said, people probably turned it off. We're like, okay, that's a win. Clippers had a little fight in them there late. A weird decision to me by Paul George missing that free throw mm. on purpose. It would have made it a three-point game. The ball goes through the hole, and I guess the Cavs can set up some sort of inbound pass, but it has to be from the baseline. They couldn't call timeout, yeah. and so it would have to be a bomb. And then so it was a two-point game, and Kevin Love, Kevin Love, who is the absolute best. At chucking like a full-court yeah, he's, pass yeah, or he's, shot. He's yeah, you're right. Outlet pass master. He puts everything – full-court outlet passes, he puts it on the – just on the guy's hands at every single point. He hit the rim. Oh, it, mean, was it was so close. It was so close. And uh, that was a. And you're saying because Paul George missed foot. that intentionally. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would have tied the yeah. game. But whatever, it worked out. But that was that would have been amazing. Yeah, it was <laughs> inches away. Yeah. It was an 85 foot shot or whatever it was. Yeah, that was uh, that was wild because it, it looked like it was like whoa, 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 whoa. It's tough to say like tell from the side because you're like yeah. you know like. Is that going to be wide left by a mile? But yeah. like it had the right trajectory, and you're right, just missed by inches. But good win there from the Clippers. They they needed that one, and and the Cavs just you know whatever they were due for an L, just a weird one. Yep. And then I don't love like that part. Like you you give the ball to Donovan Mitchell. I mean it's fine. They're figuring it out, and they've had an amazing start to their season. But that ball has to a little bit more in these in these clutch situations. Just give it to him, man. That's why you traded everything for him. And, and he's it, been killing it. He's at the MVP table for crying out loud. And it has been going to him. 100%. Before last 100%. Night. It was just odd. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's the Clippers' like defensive game plan to keep it away from him. But 
a little more fight there, getting the ball to them, I think would have probably helped their chances to win. Uh, two more games, guys. We're almost there. Kuzma and the Wizards hand their Hornets a fifth straight loss, 108-100. Big takeaway. I'd rather talk about the previous game some more. I'm, I'm surprised that <laughs> this go. game is in nice. the 14-hole. I thought it would be the 15th at 15. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. just, just to mention for my man Evan Mobley, because I'm going to talk about Evan Mobley with the Cavs, that 26-point night his best offensive night. Sure. Uh, anyways, this game, no Bradley Beal, health mm-hmm. and safety protocols, no LaMelo, still waiting, no Gordon Hayward. He's sitting there with his uh, tattooed ring finger just just chilling on the Wait sideline. Waiting for his hair to grow back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so depressed watching this game. It's down the street four hours away. I love the honeycomb. <laughs> down the street <laughs> in another state yeah, four down, hours away. Down, down the street is and, how we ended up in Tuscaloosa yeah. when we were driving to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> you and your electric one cars, road, man. You can get into Tesla and just push the go button and you're there you don't have to do anything <laughs> four hours that's like nothing anyway uh it's just the vibes in there so quiet i'm surprised that they're middle of the pack in terms of attendance i'm shocked but anyway uh with those two guys out the and gordon hayward terry rosier who is back uh he gets every shot he wants and two games since returning, got 24 shots and then 23 in this one. He had a, <laughs> nice. uh, he had a, he had a bad awesome. evening, though. One of nine threes. It was just it was depressing in terms of just no one hitting shots. Five threes made on either side. So uh, just just a tough one. But the guy who came in uh, and really changed this game was Jordan Goodwin. That's a big who. <gasps> that's, that's a I was going to drop a who on you. Yeah. yeah. Undrafted <laughs> Jordan Goodwin, who. seven of seven from the floor. Wow. Uh, two of two from the line, and he's playing ahead of lottery pick Johnny Davis, who is a, a DNP. Yeah. yeah. That's the interesting part. So, anyways, Kuzma's fine. Uh, Porzingis keeping it up. Uh, so, they got enough performances uh, to win. They hadn't won in Charlotte since January 2017. Pretty surprising. That's weird. They're in the same that division. Yeah, that's, that's odd. Very Nine weird. straight uh, that they had lost in Charlotte. Tough night for Dennis Smith and tough night shooting. And tough night for shoes. Kyle Kuzma lost a shoe. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, took some sweet-ass time putting it back on. But uh, there's two explanations for how he couldn't okay. – he couldn't back – he just – he, like, slid. You know, he was sort of in the key, and then he slid his ass uh, into uh, – off the floor, past the baseline, so he didn't get stompled – or stompled. What a word. Uh, <laughs> stompled. Yeah, he didn't get stomped. And uh, – he either has orthotics, which kind of came out and he had to readjust, or he's got high tops and he really had to unlace <laughs> right. and get in there. I think he's got Pumas, which are high tops. He's got to deal with Puma yeah, yeah. Uh, for a couple <laughs> of years ago. But anyways, it took forever. Uh, but you know what? They're playing the Hornets and that's okay. No one, no one, not a lot of enthusiasm in that building. No. It really hurt watching that game. People more excited for the $3, two tacos from Jack in the Box, which I've never ate at once in my life. Uh, but uh, And I'm, 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 a, I'm fine. I, I hit the road for four hours. If I see a Jack in the Box, I'm trying it and dying the next day. But uh, I've never done that. Have you guys ever tried Jack in the I think Box? I, I feel like I've had it once. I don't think I've had it in the 2000s. Yeah. Oh. 90s. 90s, maybe. Wow. It's always like, it's like checkers. You know, it's like, <laughs> who's going there? Like, a lot of people. I know. I know, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know right. but it's like, I, I never think to go to a checkers. Same, or, I think or I would like it, too. They get, like, uh, sliders. Yeah. A slider. Yeah, it's mm. like White Castle, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, you said stop. You said stompled. Stompled. That's a skeetism. That's a stomped a and, a tra- and a trampled. trampled. Yeah. Right. yeah, stompled. That's stompled. a real. <laughs> and I feel that's exactly what would have happened to Kuzma because, like, 
they wouldn't have noticed he was there. So it would have been like an accidental stomping, which I think is a stomple. (laughs) (laughs) Stumbling, stomping, trampling, (laughs) toppling. (laughs) Yeah, they all work. Stompled. Language is evolving. Uh, final game. Wow, we almost did it here. Uh, Sadiq Bay scores 25. Pistons have a big second half. They beat the Thunder. 112-103. Trey? Yeah, I signed up for this one because I was on my PlayStation and Tiddlywinks. The young boys. <laughs> back. Honestly, I was watching Houston and Orlando, two of the youngest teams in the league. I saw this game was on. I was like, if I watch this game, I can see most of the first two rounds of the last draft. Yeah. In the Orlando game, Paolo, Franz, and Suggs. In the... For Houston, uh, Jalen Green, Shangun, Jabari Smith Jr., Tari Eason, even Usman Garuba yeah. got on the court last night. OKC has Giddy, the J-Dub, Jalen Williams, <laughs> Usman Jang, and Trey Mann. Detroit has Cade, Jaden Ivey, and Jalen Duran. Literally wow. 15 first-round <laughs> draft picks from wow. the past two drafts, and yeah. they just happened to meet up. This one, another tale of two halves. Oh, yeah, bringing it all around. This podcast has kind of been a tale of two halves, you know, when yeah. you really think about it. Mm. It's actually going to be like said that three be- parts. You just said that the other day, didn't you? I said Taylor Two Halves at the beginning of this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my first game and my last we're game. We're going crazy. OKC right? won like, the first half by bit. 15. Detroit won the second half uh, by 24 points. There was a big overturn call late in this game. Uh, Kate Cunningham called for a charge, but Dwayne Casey called for a review. The foul is overturned. The Pistons end up getting a couple of free throws from Sadiq Bey on that same possession. Post-game, Dwayne Casey credited the Wi-Fi at Little Caesars Arena for for being able to make the call. There are a lot of arenas where the internet's a lot slower than it is here. Oh, he I said. couldn't send a photo last night from the fortress. You better hook up to TW Traveler, I tried baby. to send Nora a photo of uh, on the big screen, 1.9 billion jackpot. We got to get in. Get some tickets, it wouldn't Nora. Go through. wouldn't go through, yeah. Well, good thing for you. It was delayed. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought that totally. was hilarious. There are a lot of arenas where the internet's a lot slower than it is. <laughs> here uh john hollinger Damn. we need an arena wi-fi ratings report oh, all yeah. 30 arenas who's got the highest bods per second <laughs> that's great <laughs> that's true sicko shit right there <laughs> that's man next level that is crazy they, next level are, you think they're asking Dwayne casey to sell tickets because that's what it feels like come on like, down please you can just scroll on your phone here instead of at home come on down please yeah I, I was, well, I was thinking like, is Little Caesars uh, pizza? Is uh, they known for being fast, fast oh, yeah. and ready? Fast, yeah, fast, fast and ready. And ready. Wow. Yeah, they just should, like the internet. Just like our internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Um, I did you jump on the Wi-Fi at the Hawks Arena? I think I forgot. Oh, oh yeah. it actually works pretty well. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think I wasn't on the shilling. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's <laughs> okay. pretty good. Good win from Detroit. Oh, yeah. One other little note I yeah. had. Uh, we just talked about Kyle Kuzma taking forever to take his shoe off and put it back on. Same thing happened to Jalen Duran. His shoe came Uh-oh. off mid-possession. He walked to the sideline, got his shoe back on, and cut through the lane to get a basket on the very same possession. Amazing. Real tail of two halves. <laughs> tail of two shoes. Tail right of there. two shoes. Yeah. Velcro shoes or something like that? Is that what it was? His slipped on so fast. Ah, yeah, he, uh, he must not have it, uh, the heel lock lacing. <laughs> do like you Kyle like Kuzma to has. really when you uh, hoop? Do you like like a super tight? Yes, sneaker. Yeah. I pull it way oh, you, too tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got the ankle issues. Yeah, with your I, it feels so secure to me. Yeah. Then I go and try to put on my shoes. The next time, I'm like, why are my shoes so tight? Yeah. Me. What about you? What do you do? I I'm a tidy. Are you? Yeah. Huh. Okay. You a loose boy? No, I think I'm a tidy too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> like it sometimes hurts, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't want that. But it's like <laughs> yeah. I like a tight shoe. Yeah, I don't mind. I want a super light tight shoe. All right. I Light agree. and tight. <laughs> Light and tight, baby. All 15 games. Boom. 
They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> there it is. We got to take one more break. But when we come back, we got like three Tweet of the Nights. My God. It's going to be like two hour long podcast. Oh, yeah, come on, yeah. man. Selling a little? Yeah. Cha-ching. Or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling savory sausages or offering ostentatious oddities, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States, and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash nodunks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash no dunks now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash no dunks. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. All right, back with the boys here. Last night's pick'em game was the Raptors-Bulls game. Raptors were favorite by four and a half on the road in Chicago. And I went with Trey. I said, I got to back the Bulls to cover at least. Yeah. They hit the money line because they never lose on Monday night. So, Tass, you got the L. Trey and I get the W. I'm 3-2. and two. I'm finally leading this thing we call the pick'em. You guys are 2-3, and three, so it's tight. It's close. That was and, blind faith, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, Ryan Reynolds wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. Yes. It's because he grew up around Ottawa. He wants huh. to buy the Senators. Well, he's got a cool. soccer team already. Does he? He wrecks them. 
Excuse me? I don't know. Doesn't he have Wrexham <laughs> with the guy from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? You know, Wrexham, I, I barely know him. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm happens. pretty sure that's right. <laughs> Tell me the stream team. There's a whole, like, uh, I don't know if it's on Hulu or Apple. I don't know where it is. There's a whole, like, documentary on it. He bought it. He bought no, this, like, lo lower-level team over in uh, in England. Huh, or I Wales. Maybe it's in Wales, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, I guess he wants uh, hockey he wants, team He wants a hockey team, yeah, because he grew up in also on the west coast but he also grew up in ottawa mm. and uh then he said if he doesn't get the senators it being election day he also said he could just buy off a senator here in the u.s <laughs> get it i do yep. <laughs> i do get it's it. funny it's sad but it's true <laughs> okay so no game tonight we don't need to make a pick nope because there's no games on because it's election day here <clears throat> so we'll uh, pick it back up on wednesday's show <clears throat> Get it. Yeah. Ha. Get it out. All right. Tweet of the night. <laughs> mm. Tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Uh, I thought you were doing a Kevin Costner <laughs> Yellowstone impersonation. I, there hey, look. I love basketball. I can't help myself. When I'm at a live game and there's a big play or there's like a, a little run that the home team's putting together. I'm yelling. I'm 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 barking at a ref. There's an old ass ref in last night's game <laughs> that I wish I had you beside me because you know all the refs. Oh, Number thirty one. I'm calling him Grandpa. I was definitely calling him that. <laughs> this guy's the oldest ref I think uh, in the league, at least looks wise. Gray hair. You think he's more of a Curtis Blair, a Scott Wall, or a Sean Wright? I would guess Not Sean Wright. I guess I Scott. I don't know guy. why. Anyway, number thirty one. Look it up. Old ref making some bad calls. Oh, it's Scotty. Scotty, Scotty, too hottie. Scotty too hottie. Scotty too oldie. Anyway, my voice is uh, sore from yelling at him and yelling oh, at the game. Oh, there he is. Yeah. What do we got? Well, who's got it? Oh, you're just looking just, at just it. Look at computer. Computer. Just looking at Scott, man. Just said it like it was on the screen. <laughs> oh, like, well, no, no, no. Scott Wall. Okay. Scott Wall. He's officiated 1,400 games, 28th season. Born in 1901. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Born in 1966. So he's not even 60, actually. Okay, he looks pretty good. <laughs> take it back. Take it, I take back my grandpa yells. A couple bad calls, though. Anyway. Favorite meal. You want to know? Do you want to know Scott Wall's favorite meal? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's his these weird NBA ref bios. Yes, I do. His favorite what? Meal. Okay, I bet it's like, uh, what's the oldest meal you can think yeah. of? Yeah, that's why it's good. Really? The oldest meal well, you can think of? Uh, yeah. Salisbury steak. You're on, you are on the right track. <laughs> so it's like too bad. it's an old timey meal. Old timey meal. It's like, carrots, <laughs> turnips, no, turnips. No, no, it's a meal. Like it's, oh. you have to cook the thing. Steak in three. Lasagna. It's in an oven. It's in an oven. It's beef Wellington. It's a beef. It's a beef. It's, it's a, a lamb shank. It's a long. Right. It's a long cooker. Brisket. So you're gonna get there. It's a long so, cooker. It, you pull it out special occasions. <laughs> I, I got nothing out, else. Uh, it also includes. Can I get this meal from It Factor? also includes a type of cooking, a, a type uh, of oven, like a braised or exactly. uh, short rib. No, braised. Oh. No, 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 not that fancy. Just a but American meal. <laughs> just, <laughs> a braised, just a braised, just uh, a braised beef. Pot roast. Yeah, yeah that's an old yes. man meal. Pot, pot roast. But his favorite, <laughs> but his favorite app. It's a young man's game. Well, Bumble. I mean, it's more of like a, a millennial. It's, it's been a while, not Bumble. TikTok. It's been a while. No, he since loves this. Shazam. No, not oh, that old. Not that old. Oh. It's surprising. It's surprising that his favorite app. TikTok. 
Angry Birds, not TikTok. Angry Birds. <laughs> this guy's just eating pot roast and playing Angry Birds at home. He's, old fart. he's, all, he's also watching NCIS, of course. And oh my god, <laughs> okay. this guy's old, man. <laughs> I'm old. right. I don't feel bad yelling grandma. Just dude. Yeah, his favorite pot movies are Bond. His favorite hobby, napping. <laughs> well, a bucket list. Bucket list. Uh, surprising, but he still wants to do it. Okay, something like see something in the world. Maybe no, go to Hawaii. Uh, ride a motorcycle. Thrill scene. Oh, uh, jump out of an airplane. Yeah, skydive. Okay. He's cool. Favorite musician. <laughs> cool. Okay. cool. Barry Manilow. <laughs> no. But no, it's it, the Beatles or something. No, the funniest thing Bruce is. Bruce Springsteen. It was mentioned in the past week. His favorite Garth? musician. Oh, no. Tim McGraw. That's right. <laughs> wow. Oh. oh, Scott. Scott. I was listening to Tim McGraw as I walked in here today. I'm a real you are, sc- I'm the I, Scout wall of no dunks. <laughs> okay, we got to get Wait till he hears about Bike Baron. <laughs> yeah. Was, that game was the jam. What was that man? before? That was before. I think it was before yeah, Angry Birds. You think so? I think so. Maybe. Same era. Yeah. Maybe. They weren't making movies out of Bike Baron, were they? Uh, no. Angry Birds got them. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. <laughs> what, didn't we already play yeah, that? that was, oh, we, we did? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can play I it, again. it again. We <laughs> did, we did, we did. You're right. My bad. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night again, JD. Do it. You want it about you? Okay. Why not? Yeah, sure. All right. We're not going we're anywhere. Sorry. Yeah, we're only an hour and a half in. Yeah, yeah. Graydon will be here soon. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to play it or not? Uh, well, it's not lined up. Okay, don't he's, worry he's about he's it. Lined, okay, here it lined up for the first hour. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet off. Oh, yeah, my throat was sore. Yeah. That's how we got <laughs> off on that tangent. My bad. Uh, my man no, needs right. a Werther's original yeah. from Scott Wall. Nice hard candy. You're going to give me a quarter and rub my head and say, Way to come out to the game, young boy. <laughs> Enjoy the game. Sport. Uh, favorite shoes, Velcro. Okay, first of three tweet of the nights. First of three tweet of the nights. This one comes from the NBA, a league. And it's a clip of a man yeah. shooting a ball with his shoulder. Luka Doncic is his name. This is warm-up. Somebody oh, lobs the ball high off the, gl- the ground. He does a little shoulder flex. That's nuts. You don't know what's coming when he does that first shoulder flex. Yeah. But, man, this is a called shot. The guy made from three almost. Jeez. That would be a high school three, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Like, that's 22 feet probably. Three-pointer off the shoulder. Everybody goes crazy. Very cool. Would that count in the league if he bounced it off his shoulder? I think so. Uh, what are they going to call? Well, that's a good question. If he does it accidentally, I think they count it, but I don't think you – I don't know what the rule – Scott! Hey, where's Scott? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back in my day. We only shot the I ball. would say no if he actually tries to. I don't know. You can't punch the ball. Right? No, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's not a punch. Not a punch. It's not a punch. Cool. Dogs are loving this. Yeah, the dogs The dogs love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the dogs love Tweet of the Night. They say you can play it once around a dog, but the second time you play that sting, it drives them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second Tweet of the Night comes to us from Tim Bontemps. Monty Williams says he's a fishing guy and Doc Rivers is a golf guy. So, quote, you can tell there's a lot of differences between us. Williams continued, he's a country club guy, Williams said with a smile. I like putting hooks in worms. <laughs> You guys think you're more of a fishing guy or a golf guy? What do you think, Skeets? I mean, if I have to pick one or the other, I have to go fishing guy. Okay. Because I'm not a country club guy, and yeah. I'm not a golfer at all. <laughs> but <laughs> These are the only two choices. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you're either a fishing I'm guy a or a better, golf guy. I'm, it's not saying much, but I'm a be- better fisherman than I am a golfer. Mm. Yeah. What about you, fisher guy or golf guy? 
Ooh, I don't want to be a golf guy. I, I gotta go. I gotta go fisher because I like being on the water, even though I'm not fishing. Um, so I'll go that route. You own a kayak. I, I own a kayak. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a fisher. I'm more Monty than I am <laughs> a dog. Monty. JD, what about you? I'm guessing fishing guy. I've seen you holding a fish. Yeah, I'm better at fishing for sure, but I do like a country club without all the golf. You know, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a bar yeah. there. There's yeah. usually a nice restaurant. Yep. There might be a sauna. <laughs> there's probably some pickleball. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay, pickleball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, country club. Who Put me is down for country club. Uh, we we got to go golfing, the four of us. <laughs> yeah. We're all garbage. garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd be really fun. <laughs> it would take right. four days. We got to do the executive course. A shorty. Like, like, a little uh, short guy. Yeah, a little there's got to be one around. That'd yeah, there is. Yeah, it'd be fun. Okay. Nice. Two down, one to go. All right. Mm-hmm. This one is kind of a tweet of the night. It's mostly just people were tweeting us saying, hey, there was a wedgie during the Magic game. So we went into the play-by-play archive data. We pulled it out. Yeah. And here's what happens. Suggs to the hole. I think that's uh, Tari Eason. Or is that Garuba? Garuba 16, I think. Garuba with the block. Yeah, I think that's Garuba. After the foul and the ball gets stuck in the rim, wedgie style. Yeah. However... No jump ball on this one. No, 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 no. See, see, this is tough because, yeah, we're calling it an unofficial wedgie. Now, here's why: we have call, we'll we'll call a wedgie a wedgie on the shot if the guy gets fouled. That's fair game, right? And that's not going to be a jump ball situation, right? Okay, but in this case, I don't know who it was there that committed the foul. Was it was it Porter? I'm not sure, but the foul happens by another Rockets player, and then so the whistle's called, and then. Then the block, the wedgie yes. occurs. Like that to me is that's a classic after the whistle. I know it's bang bang, but that's why I don't think we can count this one. Yeah, it's much too far to. after the whistle. It's yeah. not part of the play. It's yeah, not part of the play. Right. Not part of the play. Mm-hmm. Barely, barely by barely. just a split second. Yeah, yeah. Kind of disappointing though. Fifteen NBA games, zero wedgies. I know that's tough. That's a tough one. For well, us. I got really excited when you came in. You said I think there may have been a wedgie. I'm not sure. I'm like, oh, what? Because I was all like, yeah. oh man, fifteen games, not a wedgie. I didn't see one. No one was pointing it out to me, and then. Yeah, we looked at it, and that's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. But thanks always. Hey, look, yes, if you're not you. sure, you let us know. Helps if you tell us, obviously, the quarter and the time. That helps us find some of these, especially when there's a million games on. But we're not counting that one. People are pissed. People are rioting. AJ says there's no continuation rule oh, for wedgies. Geez. I mean, fair. Fair. I know, man. I know. <laughs> but it's all good, man. It, I will say I saw two tweets. One, full details. Incredible. Good. Second quarter, 336. Go look at it. Oh, that's nice. right. That's thank what you we so need. Much. Thank you so much well for done. your timestamp notifications. Mm-hmm. And also thank you to the other person who said the magic announcer said the ball just got stuck in the crotch of the basket. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's wedgie-like. Yes. Wedgie-adjace. Yes. Crotch. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. <laughs> so uh, we are, uh, we've hit a bit of a, a lull here in the wedgies. Yeah, wedgies. we need a new one. Yeah. Pace of 39, I'm seeing. Is that ooh, true? Ooh, 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 that's low. We're okay. falling off the pace here. A million tweets of the nights, all bangers. Good stuff there, Trey. That was a long one, but what did you expect, right? What 15 games on. We're touching on all of them. We're having some larfs. And uh, you guys have been a blast here in the stream team with your comments. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, subscribe. Podcast listeners, leave your boys five-star ratings and reviews. Helps us in terms of the rankings. You know, we want to be up there. We want to be high. We want to be considered one of the best. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I agree, man. So you got to play your part. Uh, today at 1 p.m., no breaks. Film session. Days of Thunder. That's a great title. Very cool. Right? Yeah. Why is it called that? 
<laughs> Are you going to explain to me on the podcast why it's called Days of Thunder? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Jerry Bruckheimer coming in. Okay. Yeah, he's going to run down the ins and outs of the making of the movie, how like, it went over budget. The only thunder is the Bruckheimer logo off the top. Right? This is why I'm asking it. Yeah, yeah, like, well, I guess is there it a thunder like thunderstorm? Is there a, <laughs> a car? It's loud. It's, it's loud. loud. Thunderdome? Yeah. Do they call it that at all? No. It's not in a dome. I feel like I don't even think they say the word thunder. So that's why I'm asking, man. <laughs> Days of Thunder film session today at 1 p.m. over on No Breaks. That has its own podcast feed and YouTube feed. You can join the guys live. Saw people asking, will there be a show tomorrow here? You betcha there will. No games on tonight? You think that stops us? We'll probably do a longer show tomorrow. <laughs> probably. Uh, so join us live at 10 a.m. Eastern. We have a fun little twist to tomorrow's show. Yeah. A little NBA Reddit inspired. We did the AMA. Thanks to everybody that uh, joined in uh, the AMA yesterday. How was yesterday? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's this stuff's going on. Yeah, Reddit's still going on, too. Well, Reddit's like, going on. Stop. But <laughs> I just like t- That feels like yesterday, honestly, to you. Uh, it feels like three days no, ago. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we shouldn't watch Having all the crisis, games. Having a crisis, man. Having a time Are crisis. You? Is that a movie? Burnt out. <laughs> time crisis. That was a video <laughs> game, right? Uh, video I think game. it's a video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm having a time crisis. Need to play some video games. <laughs> uh, anyway, we had a blast with the AMA, and we're going to do some NBA Reddit uh, inspired, like, you know, bringing in some threads to uh, do on tomorrow's show. Yeah, some of the better threads, topics, more interesting topics. We're going to talk about them. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Somebody's got to go create a... Uh, Anthony Davis thread. Yeah, so, I'll go do so it. So we can talk about it huge, tomorrow. But huge. there's some good ones out there. I've, I've already started planning it. A Jonathan Isaac thread. Remember him? Remember wow. him? Yeah. He he was the next one. Not quite the next one, like the next one, but the next one. Uh, <laughs> you know, not quite the Jordan, but the. Uh, the Jordan? No. <laughs> yeah. I said not quite the Jordan. <laughs> no one was ever saying Jonathan Isaac. He was the next great. three in D. He was not the next Kawhi. Who was he the next? <laughs> Somebody good. Anyway, someone, someone, someone shut people, you down. People were talking about Jonathan Isaac. I agree with that. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, there's some great stop. threads. Okay, that we'll we're talk about them. And some great suggestions. Actually, one would have worked really well today. Somebody said, like, um, you know, like Michael Che and Colin Jost do, where they write jokes for each other. Like, somebody could have wrote a recap for another guy to read with Ooh. jokes. You know, like... Oh. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. Anyway, tomorrow. Not tomorrow, because there's no games tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no games tonight, but we're back here tomorrow. Clapper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, as uh, Get This Money says on Reddit, um, he wants to to buy us a beer in Tokyo. So we'll see you there in Sweet. Tokyo uh, really soon. Get this money. I thought that was my financial planner for a second. <laughs> I thought it was Van. Oh, oh, he's in the Van Gang? You think he's in the George and Yang Van Gang? <laughs> <laughs> Brace the day, people. <laughs>
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.